spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, it's Monday, right? Monday! Happy Monday, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Days run together anymore. Uh, I know, I know. So we've talked a lot about the Gilbert Goons. Uh, we're trying to get you, you know, stories of real people that are going through uh, real, real trouble. Um, last week, we brought you the story of uh, Rick Keener. Um, his son got beaten by the Gilbert Goons so bad that uh, dad said, I'm going to send you to Europe to live with your mother. I, th- I think you're going to get killed here in Gilbert. And so he did that. And we had his story last week. Uh, this week, we've got um, Connor who joined us in studio earlier today. What an impressive young man. At 16 years old, um, he got hit in the back of the head by the Gilbert Goons with brass knuckles, December 30th, 2022. And um, he came with his mom, Stephanie, uh, today in studio, and he spoke to us because he wants to get the laws in Arizona changed. He wants to get brass knuckles banned. They're banned in 38 other states, not Arizona. Um, so he is really an impressive young man. But I want you to listen to a little of the first segment that we had with him because, well, what's your story? What happened at that In-N-Out Burger, the, the infamous In-N-Out Burger, where these goons ran wild and started beating up kids? So Connor was here. Connor got stitched up. Uh, and he's here to tell his story. Take a listen. A narrowly divided U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, that's the wrong one. It's been one of those days. Let me get you the good one. <laughs> All right. So the first thing that we asked him was, well, tell us the entire story. Tell us what happened when you got hit. Here's Connor. So I was at an in and out and about 10 or 11 guys approached us. And they're, at first they were like, nice car, cool car. And they complimented me on my jacket. I was with my other friend. Mm. And then they were like, give me $20. So obviously I, I said, no, you're not getting $20 from me. And then one of his friends mentioned that my keys were in the car. And so the main guy that was talking to me goes to try to get in my car. And I step in front of him to take the keys. Mm. And when I turn around to grab the keys, um, I get punched in the back of the head with brass knuckles. And so I turn around to confront the guy and I feel blood just gushing down my back. And so I give him $20. They go to their cars and me and my friend drive off and call the police and the fire department. So you knew none of these kids, right? These weren't kids you went to school with. None of the, they were just random kids at In-N-Out. Yeah, we had no idea who they were. It was about seven o'clock at dinner time on a Thursday. And like, we had no idea who they were. All right, Stephanie and Connor Jarnigan are joining us uh, in studio. Connor was attacked, brass knuckles, back of the head, December 30th, 2022. Um, I know this is is a strange question, but I think if you want to get brass knuckles banned in Arizona, tell me this. What does that feel like? Because I can't even imagine. Um, I had no idea this was coming. I never saw it in the future until we could, until I took my situation and looked for something brighter. So it kind of makes me feel good that we can do something out of a bad situation and make our community safer. Heck yeah. What does it feel like to get hit with brass knuckles? Physically, what does it feel like? Um, it hurts at first, but at the time I had a lot of adrenaline, so I didn't feel it much. But when I got the staples in the back of my head, those hurt a lot. How many staples did you get? I had two staples in the back of my head. So out of nowhere, 
Dude punches you, give him 20 bucks, you hop in your car, probably shouldn't have been driving, uh, concussion, I would assume, yeah. uh, but to get out of there. And you, I mean, this is 2022, so you were kind of the, the, the first of what was going to be several attacks throughout the next year or so. Yeah, I've, uh, after that, I did a little kind of investigating, talking to friends, and I've heard like a couple other people gotten hit by them, and I didn't know much about it. But after that, it kind of started escalating, and I've heard about more and more attacks. Uh, Stephanie and Connor are joining us. Connor is now 17. He was attacked at 16. Okay, Stephanie. Mom, um, your son comes home, and he is bleeding profusely. Like, what are you, what are you thinking right there? Well, the first thing that happened, um, my husband and I were in different places. I was folding laundry, vividly remember getting a call from him saying, Connor's been hit. He, he's going to he's gonna be okay. I'm going to take care of it. My husband was um, grocery shopping, so he just abandons his cart of, cart of food. And I, it was just unbelievable. Never in my wildest dreams would I thought that going, allowing my son to go to In-N-Out yeah. to meet friends... Um, to hang out would be a problem. So you go to the hospital, two staples. You got, we've seen some of the, we're going to put some of the pictures up. Chad and I looked at it. It's, it's bloody. It is. That that was a cleaned up picture. The the one that was the blood on his neck. That was after the EMT treated and cleaned him up. I mean, how big was that cut? Uh, It was probably about half an inch. Yeah. Mm. Wide. Yeah. It was deep though. Yeah. It was deep. deep. And that's what the staples, uh, so have, you know, I mean, you go through this real quick. I mean, obviously you're going to, you must be walking around the next couple of days going, what what the hell just happened to me? Like, you know, what, what, I was at In-N-Out Burger, for God's sakes, and I just got attacked. For Is no it, reason. For no reason. Do I need to worry about this at school? Am I, I mean, you had to think something like that. Yeah. Um, me and my dad talked about kind of like being safe or like in public and even changing cars for a while. I had to drive a truck that my grandpa gave me. And so I just had to be cautious in public. And I still do because I don't know their intentions and what they want to do to me. So you're still looking over your shoulder. Yeah, I am to this day. Mom just put her head down. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that is awful to hear that. I just saw your reaction that, yeah, I mean, he's still looking over his shoulder. And as a mom, that's just got to, it's the worst thing. It's, it definitely is hard. And I, I just don't know what's going through these kids' head to make them think that that kind of a behavior is acceptable or, or even the parents who are the parents to these boys, like, do they know that their sons are doing this? It's it's unbelievable. Do you feel your son is safe? It's uh, the the he Connor is in studio with us with his mom Stephanie, and the attack was uh, December thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So it's been over a little over a year. Uh, do you feel like he's safe, or do you? How do you feel? I feel like we've done the best that we can to to help equip him. Like what measures have you taken then? Well, Other than you switch the car, so now they don't know what the what, what type of car it is, right? Yeah. Because they already saw your car and, and said it was a nice car, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, being here today, I've told you I don't want you to put his face on the media. Right. Um, Which we've made, made we, sure that we did. Yep. Or tell people where he goes to high school. Correct. Um, we're pro-Second Amendment family, so we 
go through gun safety training and shoot. It's not like he carries, obviously. He's young, but down the road, that might be something he looks into. We don't want to live a life of fear, though. Like, I've... I've been afraid for too long, so that's why I kind of agreed to come on and talk to you guys. Are you worried about retaliation? You're worried that there there are kids looking for you based on the fact that uh, uh, there was a trial, and we'll get to that in a little bit, that one of them went down, so maybe there's revenge, or, or do you think hopefully this thing's behind you? Um, I have I have no idea, and that's kind of what scares me. In the courtroom, he did say he forgave me, but... Um, I know he's done a lot worse. He, 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 wait a second. he forgave you. Huh? <laughs> All right, I uh, I forgave him, and he said he's really sorry. Yeah, um, it's the other way around. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. Like in public, like say I take my car out from one night, and they see my car. Like I don't know if they're gonna follow me and try to get revenge for. Right putting him up. Do they pay a visit to you? Anybody come over? Because we've heard that by a few parents that, you know, that they kind of wandered by the house, some of these kids and stuff. There was a period where we thought that was happening, um, but it turned out to be neighborhood kids that were just fooling around. Because at that point, you're so vigilant. Oh, yeah. You're super vigilant. Hyper aware. Right. Yeah, we got an alarm system installed in our house and lots of safety measures, obviously. All right, that's the voice of Stephanie Jarnigan uh, in studio with her 17-year-old son, Connor, who was attacked by the Gilbert Goons at the end of 2022. Uh, When we come back, we started to talk about Preston Lord. This was tough. Yeah, it was. Um, Preston Lord had his life taken by the Gilbert Goons. Um, And Stephanie was, ooh, that was, you'll have to hear it. It's next. It's the Gators and Chad Show. All right, so we have played a lot of this interview throughout the day. We started at 2 o'clock. In studio was Stephanie Jarnigan and her uh, son, Connor. And Connor was 16 at the time, and he got hit in the back of the head uh, by a thug, a Gilbert goon who, you know, didn't want to face him when he punched him. He waited for Connor to turn his back, and then he hit him with brass knuckles. And Connor is trying to get uh, brass knuckles banned, from this, you know, from anyone buying it in the state of Arizona, so they joined us in studio. We've been playing some snippets throughout the show. Um, you know, the, he was impressive, Chad, and yeah. I know that you thought he was absolutely too. seventeen year old. Uh, he, you know, maybe forced to grow up a little bit faster because you know you have a tr- you have something traumatic happen in your life. But um, to take a negative like he has done, turn it into a positive, right. and try to get... And that's how you do stuff. That's how stuff gets done. You take a negative, you turn it into a positive, and the experience that you've lived, uh, this experience, and take it and get something actually achieved mm. is, is a good thing. So he forgave the cowardly boy from the Gilbert Goons. He forgave him. And I asked, is that because of your Christian upbringing? Here's what he said. That is, yeah. And I think the only thing we could do about this is try to look at the good things that come out of it and just forgive him because you just forgave us and try to bring good things out of bad. Yeah. Mom, um, Preston Lord, uh, I think we all get choked up when we hear his name, when we talk about him. Uh, He was killed by the Gilbert goons. No one has been arrested in that case yet. And as a mom, you are hearing this, you are watching this. I mean, what what are you thinking? This poor child um, lost his life. And his family. 
um, I think it was October 30th when he passed away a couple days after the party and I can say that there hasn't been a day that's passed that I haven't thought about him or his family and how his mom in particular must feel um, and how close Connor could have come to being a Preston. It's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. Have you spoken to the family? Um, I met Preston's stepmom and father briefly at a Chandler City Council meeting where I spoke, um, but I haven't spent great amounts of time. It's just, it's hard for me, um, but I, they absolutely have my support, and the only reason that we're here today and willing to talk to you is really to help him. If there's anything that we can do to, to help his case, um, we're here for that. Is, is there anything you can do to help his case? I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, we, we've already kind of shared what our experience was. I, I did send a tip into Queen Creek PD. Okay. We don't know. Like he was, my son wasn't at that party. Um, we can speak to what, what our experience was. Right. Have you talked to any other victims of, of, of some of the stuff that's gone on? No, I listened to Rick Keener's, um, conversation with you guys actually and obviously i've been following it a great deal in the media connor i've kind of kept away from it he he, he doesn't need to see all this stuff yeah. um, so i have great sympathy for rick's situation i mean sending his son overseas i i just it's unfathomable and it's the only way you can keep him safe you had to send him overseas with his mom yeah connor is your life back to normal um, I don't think so. I think um, I go out um, when I do go out, which is very rarely now. Um, I kind of keep, I kind of keep looking over my shoulder, and uh, I think now that this happened, I have to be aware, and I have to um, always kind of have that burden on me to um, look over my shoulder and wonder if it might happen again, and that kind of hurts. If you could say one thing to the audience right now, what would it be? Um, I would say that. Uh, no matter what happens to you, um, try to forgive and try to come up with good when bad things happen and try to see the bright side because even in the worst of situations, I can tell you that there's always something good that can come from it. You're about the most impressive young man I've really talked to on this show in maybe 25 years. I've been here a long time. Mom, you raised a good one here. My gosh, he is. Um, you're, you really are. You deserve a lot of credit. You know, we wish you well. We, we hope you get back to normal or whatever, whatever that looks like. But, my friend, you are an impressive young man. You're going places in this world. And, uh, you know, thanks for coming in and, and, and telling us telling you, us your story. It's just tough. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm, yeah. hope, hopefully it can help in the future, and hopefully mm. good will come from it. All right. So there you have it. You can listen to the entire hour, ktar.com, on the app. Um, we have the podcast, and that is Stephanie and Connor. They, you know, listen. I, I said it. I said it last week when we were uh, uh, talking to a dad who had to send his kid overseas because he thought his kid was going to get killed by the goons. Yeah, these folks don't want to do these interviews. They no. no I, that's the, this is the last thing they want to do is talk to you and me. Um, but they find it to be quite important, and I give them a lot of credit. Very brave. Um, do we have some news about the goons, wise man? Let's look at this. So we're getting this in from. Uh, so we got Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell is announcing the indictment of uh, this Orin or Orredondo guy. 
Okay, so we've heard of him, right? Yeah. Okay. He's been indicted on something else, I think. Right. right. So we're just He's he was this is the second time he was arrested. Is this a pal of Captain Fantastic, whatever his name was? Chris Fantastic, Jim Fantastic? Yeah, pretty much. So uh Christopher Fantastic was arrested in the same incident. This is Rick Keener's kid. We talked to yeah. him in studio. Yeah. He was attacked. His kid was attacked at an, an in and out. So now seems to be a hotbed for this stuff. So now or, this guy's been attached to that crime. Orondondo attacked Rick Keener's kid and another kid. Yeah, and now Maricopa County Attorney's Office says that Arredondo is accused of initiating the fight that caused physical injury to the juvenile victim. So they're not just saying we're indicting a second person in this case. They're saying this guy started it. Okay, good. I'll send that kid away. Let's, uh, you know, let's get, let's, let, he's got to pay. He's got to pay for what he did. He's an adult. Uh, so He's got to pay for what he did. There's no question about it. So he wasn't in in the Preston Lord thing. No, he was in the Preston Lord. No, We're not this sure seems yet. to be uh, the the those uh, those are the guys. I two want. separate. Yeah, that's what I think that's everybody's what, waiting for. Yeah, We're waiting for that. We want to see justice for Preston Lord. All right. Uh, when we come back, are we really going to get this Super Bowl matchup? Are we really going to get it? That's next. Hey, is it time for you to cash out some home equity and relieve some of your debt? The answer for many of you is yes, because you've got high interest debt. And when you call the One Mortgage team, they can help you with this. When you say, Gatos, how can that happen? Well, listen, they can save you 700 bucks a month. That's about the average they're saving their clients. Um, utilizing your home equity, yeah, it's the cheapest way to pay off high interest debt. So if you have high interest debt, what is that? It refers to any type of debt that carries a significantly higher interest rate compared to you know other forms of borrowing. So this is like credit card debt or, or a payday loan, right? The high interest rates on these debts can make them costly to repay and may lead to substantial financial strain for some of you. Um, as the interest uh, uh, accumulates quickly, making it you know very challenging to pay down the principal balance. So when you call the one mortgage team, Talk about how they can save you eight, $9,000 a year, right? What could that type of money do for you and your family? Call them at 623-875-9940, 623-875-9940, LundMortgage.com. Let's play Star Radio Jeopardy. The answer is Thomas Crapper. Who invented the toilet? Correct. Let's try another. The answer is Parker and Sons. Who installed Crapper's toilet? Close. Who's been the Valley's leading plumbing, drain cleaning, and AC company for over 30 years and won the BBB Torch Award for business ethics? Correct. Keep yourself out of plumbing Jeopardy. Call Parker at 602 to repair. That's 602, the number two, then R-E-P-A-I-R for Parker and Sons. Detour Dan here. A busted garage door can ruin your smooth commute. Trust the experts at Smokey's Garage Door. With over 40 years of experience, Smokey's offers competitive pricing and fast and professional technicians. They've earned a stellar 4.8 star rating on Google, backed by nearly 750 real customer reviews. Enjoy easy online scheduling at SmokeysGarageDoor.com. Keep your garage door on track with Arizona's most trusted name in garage doors. Smokey's. That's SmokeysGarageDoor.com. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, KTAR.com. Which teams do you want to see playing the Super Bowl? All right. Here Taylor your, Swift. <laughs> here's your option. Uh, Detroit versus Baltimore. Uh, Detroit versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. San Francisco versus Baltimore. Or San Francisco versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. 
All right. So first of all, if you're a Cardinals fan, you're not rooting for San Francisco. They're your sworn enemy. So get rid of that. I don't know why that's the number one. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? 36% say San Francisco versus the Chiefs. Um, okay, I'm just going to throw it out here. I think the best team is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. But I think they're going to lose. Um, I think I, I, I don't think Kansas City's actually I – don't, I don't think they're very good this year. I, I don't think they're very. I don't think they have any receivers. They um, nobody stretches the field. You no, know what? I've played. None. I've played in games like that where you walk out the field and go, "We're way better We're than way them." Better. How did we right. lose? You lost because of Patrick Mahomes. You basically what what has happened now is he's on the road, playing for the first time on the road in the playoffs, and everybody's told him you're going to lose. And he's only won the first two games. I did, I don't. I well, think, he's won. Remember, he's his first game was at home. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. But he's won the one game at home. is a different beast it this is. weekend. It is. But I think Patrick Mahomes is like Michael Jordan, and he's like Kobe Bryant. Uh, he's like maybe a Randy Johnson when he played with the Diamondbacks. It's one of these guys that, uh, you, just, you know what? You're just not going to beat him. Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, and I think that's who he is. And I think, he, I think he's like, I don't need to play at Arrowhead. By the way, showers this weekend, no snow, high on Sunday of about 50 in Baltimore. That's good. That's good weather. That's That's good weather. Like, if you were to look at both teams, Baltimore is way better than than Kansas City. But I got to tell you, you got a guy who just refuses to lose. And a lot of times, well, they win the championship. But then you're also going up against a guy... That nobody can. T- I've never seen a human being like Lamar Jackson in my life. It's good. A guy who runs and you're like, he's going to get crushed. Then nope. he makes a move and he steps out of bounds. You're like, nobody touched him. <laughs> he's. It's. It's funny when you hear the guys go. You know, we we practice during the week with uh, against somebody that's supposed to simulate him, but you can't. Yeah, can't till you get out there. I th- I, I think I, it's going to be interesting. But you know what? Is it? Is it? You might be right. I know. I don't want to be right because I don't want him to win. Yeah, but yeah. here, here's one thing: there, there are a lot of people that don't like Taylor Swift at these games. She's dating Travis Kelsey, and I think it's silly. I think people are just mean. Um, there, there, there was a great article today about how Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are filling a blank space between young girls and their dads, and there are all these quotes of, you know, Facebook and tweets and all this kind of stuff of dads saying, you know what, I just sat down uh, with my daughter who's never wanted to watch football, and she wants to watch it now to see if they show Taylor Swift, and I'm getting one-on-one time with my with my daughter. I think it's awesome. I uh, Taylor Swift does not bother me a bit. The Kelseys, on the other hand, like you know, they, they need the spotlight. They are la- they, uh, my goodness. Well, there's no doubt she has helped raise their podcast and elevated them. Right, but uh, she's also elevated the game at least to a, a number. My of aunt kids. watches the game. My aunt, my aunt watches the game because my kids, Nana, watches because of Kelsey. Listens to his podcast and is now a Taylor Swift. That's it. That's it. My, my aunt loves the Kelseys, and I'm like, they drive me crazy. I think they're. Uh, I think I'm on overdrive for the Kelseys. Yeah. I don't need to see the guy who's a center, who's not Travis, to show his bare chest like he did yesterday. And his wife yelled at him, told her, "Get his butt back inside the box." Yeah. We're fun. Deal with it.